goodness! Justin Jefferson pulled it in! Looking for A.J. Brown. He's got it! Touchdown! In trouble, T.J. Watts. I am just, like, stoked about this Lions team. Debo Samuel! There he goes! Foot on the gas! All the way! Two MVP seasons. Not overreacting, but it might be happening. Caught in the end zone! <laughs> Keenan Allen! There he gets him! It is Parsons! Back at the 21. I love the upside, the athleticism. Oh, Alright, what is going on everybody? How is everybody doing today? Welcome back here today to another episode of the Triple Option Podcast. We are here today with our week 13 preview. What's going on, Tom? What's going on, Dom? How are we doing today? What's up, guys? We're, we're, we're chugging along here um, through the NFL season. We have a not-too-bad Thursday night game where the Seattle Seahawks are going to the Dallas Cowboys. We'll briefly talk about this one first because that game does start in about two hours from now. So by the time you guys see this video, you already know who won. You can see if our predictions were wrong about this game because um, we're going to make them right now before this, and then we're going to run into some of the games for the Sunday slate, preview them, pick our winners, and then give our upset pick like always as well. So I think... I think, like, I'm going to take the Cowboys here. Uh, I mean, they are a nine and a half point favorite, so this isn't like a crazy prediction. Uh, Geno Smith is still banged up, um, but he's playing, obviously. Kenneth Walker is out. This Cowboys defense is in full stride right now. I like them to win. I kind of like them to cover as well. Um, Seattle, I haven't seen much of as of late, and they've been kind of disappointing over the last month as well. And this could be a tough game on the road in Dallas. Throw to Dom next. So I guess give, like, who you think covers and, like, your winner in this game. So the Cowboys have played five home games now, and they've won all five games by 20-plus points. Taking the Cowboys here. I'm not overthinking it. Yep. They're, you, both teams are on a full week's rest because they both played on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Just make it easy. Dallas, I think I like them to cover as well. I do, yeah. yeah I, I, think, was, I think Dallas by, like, 14. Okay. I was like, wow, like, two Thursday night games in a row. That's kind of weird, like, how that – I feel like that never happens. Obviously, like, it's an exception because of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But we have possibly a game of the year contender um, this week. Uh, we'll start off with it first because it is definitely the marquee matchup. The two best teams, at least on paper, in the NFC. Uh, I feel like Eagles are everybody's number one, and then maybe there's some parity at number two. But for most people, I think it is the San Francisco 49ers. To a surprise, though, this game is in Philly, and the Niners are three-point favorites, which is a little bit interesting to say the least about this game um just because the eagles are 10 and 1 they're still in their gauntlet of like their very hard schedule and they have beaten the chiefs the dolphins the cowboys and the bills um over the last what five weeks with a uh, commanders win in there as well so they have been chugging along this season i'd be very shocked if this game wasn't decided by like a field goal like in the niners way i think like this game could be a, a close niners win or maybe an eagles double digit win I don't want to make my pick yet, though, so I'll throw it to Tom first, put him on the spot. Who does he like this weekend? And let's see if you think they'll cover as well, because we'll mention that for this game. I'm picking the Eagles, so I guess uh, yes to both. So Eagles have given me zero reason to not think they'd win any game this year. Um, I know the Niners are probably the best, the second best team they will play against besides the Chiefs, but they beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead, and now they're playing at Lincoln Financial. Give me the Eagles. Um... Or a possible game of the year. Dom, you agree? No. I'm going to pick the Niners here. I First of all, I hope this game is better than the NFC Championship game because that game <laughs> had so much hype going into it last year and just completely stunk once Purdy got hurt. Um, 
I mean, he just both teams offensively did nothing that game. It was so boring. So I'm hoping this one lives up to the hype. The main reason I'm taking the 49ers is they're just finally healthy, and when they're fully healthy, they haven't lost yet. Like, their three-game losing streak, they were missing uh, Debo, they were missing Trent Williams, CMC was banged up a little bit. Um, they're finally fully healthy, and I think that does give them the edge. And also, just the fact that, for whatever reason, the 49ers are favored, I don't really know why when they're on the road. So that's telling me that... Vegas knows something that's telling me the 49ers might win this game um, more than people are thinking. So I'm taking the 49ers here uh, on the road. Oh, man. I, I think I saw a tweet that said if you're like an anti-Eagles fan or an Eagles hater, this is the worst season ever to be that because I live in Philadelphia, so I'm surrounded by Eagles fans. So sometimes, you know what? They're very cocky. Everybody kind of knows how Philly fans can be. So sometimes I root against them. And oh my God, this team is so perfect this season. Like Hurts has been playing Almost very perfect. well. Zach Wilson. <laughs> What'd you say? Oh yeah, true. Like it could have been perfect, but like, oh, this should. team is so good. Their offensive line is so good. Their kicker is so good. Their receivers are so good. Their running game's good. Yes, there's obviously flaws to this team, but they are just rolling right now. I was like, okay, like looking at the beginning of the year, I think especially when we're making our NFC East preview, how tough this schedule was for the Eagles in the back half and the fact that they beat in the Dolphins by double digits. And yes, it's been close wins against the Cowboys, Chiefs, and Bills, but they've won all three of them. I do think they are due for a loss though. And I do th- think the Niners will win this game. Um, I-, I think like obviously they could have lost any of the three games over the last weeks but you can't do what it could have should is but i do think they are due and like dom said it's a little bit fishy that the niners are not like it's like a one point favorite they're three point favorites so i'm gonna take san francisco to win this game um and maybe a little bit of philly bias in here but tom was yours was yours biased the other way since you're you're an eagles fan now i'm actually a dolphins fan until the giants are good again but um i uh i'm no i mean i'm not like i'm not like a i just think the eagles are really good i i I'm a realist, and being a Giant fan, I think to come to terms that the Eagles are far and away just superior to the Giants in every which way, especially after last year's divisional game. So it's not really bias; it's more so just like a slap in the face after like, middle mid January of last year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is probably going to be game of the week. We hope it is like Dom said, like it's not like what it was in the NFC championship game last year, but we should get a healthy Brock Purdy throughout the game and it should be good. Four o'clock slate. Um, definitely the marquee matchup of the week. So we'll throw on to another matchup that has pretty big AFC playoff implications. This is Denver traveling to Houston. Uh, both teams are fairly hot at the moment. I mean, the Texans did lose last week, but they have been exceeding expectations this year. So they're kind of playing with house money at this point. We thought the Broncos season was done when they had one win they were one and five and they're currently on a five game winning streak so something has to give here the texans are three and a half point favorites at home but denver man they've been hot their defense has been playing well russ has not been turning the ball over javante williams is kind of getting the full swing this is going to be a close one for sure i'll throw it to tom first on who you like uh between these two afc uh teams this weekend um i think i think i'm gonna go with the texans i do like um them at home here and i think this might be just be a game where oh the broncos defense is good stroud is the better quarterback i think he's first in the nfl in completions and completion percentage when throwing beyond the sticks in the nfl which is nuts so when you need a big play or a conversion he literally is the best the guy in the nfl to have and against a good defense you might face some third and mediums third and sevens third and eights um where you need a conversion from your quarterback and he apparently just started really running now in the last like four weeks now he's like a legit running threat um, so I'm going to go with the Texans here. Okay. Um, I'll hop in here. I'm going to actually take the Broncos. I think they're 
they're just going to continue their winning streak. I think the Texans are, they, I mean, they could be the better team for sure, but I think in this game specifically, I do like Denver to pull off the upset on the road. And I feel like the Texans are more going to be in line of like the 500 team um, this season. I think it would be crazy to think that we were like all predicting them to be one of the worst teams in the AFC. And then they go out and they win double digit games and make it to the playoffs. I think they'll probably fall right in the middle around 500 at the end of the year. And I do like Denver to win this game to go to seven and five on the year. And they'll be looking good in the AFC playoff race. Um, who is your uh, pick to be for the tiebreaker here between us three? I'll be honest. I was listening to both of you give your sides. I came into this game not having a pick on this game. I still don't think I have a pick on this game. I don't really know. Like This game, I think, is going to be extremely close. Um, I've had a good read on the Broncos now for at least the past few weeks. I was able to kind of understand what they were doing. I, don't, I just think at some point they have to lose again. And... Just looking at the matchups, like their their defense still isn't elite. It's been much better though in the past games, but I don't think they've versed an offense like this. And we saw what Stroud has been able to do. It also looks like Jerry Judy uh, missed practice this week. So I mean, if you take him out, I mean he's kind of irrelevant anyway. But if you take him he's, out, he's been bad this year, man. Like it, it's kind yeah. of crazy how he was like people were saying he could be a wide receiver one on some teams. I think. I hate to be fantasy like fantasy guy here, but I think his best finish is like wide receiver twenty nine. Yeah, he's he's droppable. I don't think he's owned in any of my fantasy leagues right now. Like he's not he's not worth. He's like, it. He was like a fifth round pick. Um, and it looks it does look like Noah Brown's coming back, which gives the Texans their trio of wide receivers. I'm gonna take the Texans here simply because they're the home team. Not much confidence in this pick. Um, like I said, I I didn't have a pick as of two minutes ago, so uh, not too confident. But I'll take the Texans here and I'll side with Tom. There you go. Okay, so um, I am in the minority here, and you guys are both going to go to the Texans. Okay, so we'll hop on to the next matchup we're going to talk about is going to be the Detroit Lions going to New Orleans to take on the New Orleans Saints. Um, this is a one o'clock game. The Lions are four and a half point favorites on the road and it's funny because like the saints are five and six you'd be like all right maybe season's on the line for this one nope if they lose no. they're still gonna be right up there in the nfc south playoff conversation the lions are eight and three they're probably trying to just fight for that two seed in the nfc i mean they're they're both kind of fine like the lions well yeah the lions and the the cowboys are both eight and three so i don't think it really matters too much if you end up as the two seed or the three seed I do think it kind of works out if you are the five seed though specifically because then you get to or excuse me um yeah so the cowboys are gonna be the five seed so kind of ignore what i was yeah. saying there because like it, it doesn't matter because the eagles are winning the division so the lines are got the, the uh, uh the 49ers to compete with that would be yeah crazy. 49ers to compete with and then it kind of matters i think the cowboys are kind of okay with this obviously they want the buy but if you're not going to get the buy why don't you get the NFC South winner in round one? That's what they did last year. So this is uh, pretty big for the Lions if they do want to get that two seed. Obviously, this they can get a great game if they beat the Saints and the uh, 49ers lose to the Eagles. I'm going to take Detroit in this one. Um, they're just the better team this year. I'm not going to take New Orleans until I see Derek Carr actually have a good full 60-minute game. That includes the red zone. And I'm going to take the Lions to win on the road and not going to go on a two-game losing streak after losing last week to the Green Bay Packers. I'll throw it to you, Dom. Who do you like uh, this Sunday? So I want to first start off by saying what what would happen if the Saints won this game? Because a few weeks ago, we were talking about the Lions look legit. They look really good. And then they barely beat the Chargers. They had to make a huge comeback against the Bears. 
Then they lost on Thanksgiving to the Packers. Like, if the Lions do lose this game, what is the perception on them then? I I think it's probably what we thought maybe they would be preseason. They'd still win the NFC North, but they're just kind of closer to the middle of the pack of the playoff teams than, like, the upper echelon teams. Because I think at one point this year, I feel like after... Um, what was their kind of like marquee when I'm just going to pull up their schedule. Cause I know it was one specific game. I guess what? it was the, maybe the Packers blow out like 34, 20. And then they blew out the Panthers by 18. And then I guess blew out the Bucks. So like three straight or four straight double digit wins. We were like, all right, they are right up there with Philly mm-hmm. and San Fran and Dallas. But I think if they lose this game, probably like, all right, like they're a good team. They could score a lot of points, but they probably can't hang with those three. Yeah. Like that's. That's where I'm thinking, where if they were to lose this game, I don't think I would take them seriously as like a deep playoff threat. Obviously, they'll still, I don't even want to say, obviously, they'll still win the division because the Vikings are still right there with them. Um, But, I mean, watching this Saints team the past two weeks, I just have no faith in Derek Carr whatsoever. So I I am taking the Lions here, but if, which makes my point, um, I guess, even worse, that if they somehow do lose to this Derek Carr led team, I'm pushing the panic button on this team and their uh, deep playoff hopes, but I will take the Lions this week. Yeah, not not great for Don or for Tom if that happens for his NFC South Saints. So Tom, are you sticking with them? We got them this week. No, I, I, <laughs> the Lions are are a far superior team. Derek Carr is like, even though the Lions defense is not locked in whatsoever right now, Derek Carr is too bad to like make that a difference. I think so. Um, I think I'm just gonna roll with the. Uh, the Lions here at this one. You know what? Dude, I don't like this. Not, all of, I feel like this game right here it. of us taking the Lions, all of us, this has upset written all over it for the Saints to win this game. Like the Lions are coming off two. Like, I mean, they won um, when they beat the Bears a few weeks ago, but I mean, they didn't probably play up to the standards they wanted. They lost last week. So maybe the cracks are showing and the Saints are on a two game losing streak. Maybe this one is going to bounce them right back. I feel like this may have upset. So I can't, another I don't know. another hypothetical then. So if you if you think the Saints win, what has to go right for them in this game to win? Like what do they have to do to actually win this game? I I do think it's Derek Carr having the best game of the year, and they have to kind of target the weakness of this Lions team, and that can be the secondary at times. And I think you really just you're gonna have to put up probably north of thirty points if you're if you're New Orleans because their defense is good. But can Derek Carr distribute the ball? Can, can Derek Carr score thirty points? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the big thing. It, well, they've know, scored man. 30, what, twice this season? Three times. No, twice. So, I mean, 27 two weeks ago, 24 last, or no, no, no. no I'm, I'm tripping here. 19 and then 15. God damn, man. I don't want to take Derek Carr. Yeah, we're not. I I, we're sticking with the line. I'm trying, so to, I'm trying to talk myself into it. But you know what? If we come back next week, this one, I'll be like, all right, I was indifferent on. So we'll go here to the next matchup is going to be, I believe it's a four o'clock game. No, it's a Sunday night game. We got the Kansas City Chiefs going to the Green Bay Packers. Six point spread for the Chiefs. They are coming off a win against the Raiders. The Packers are coming off probably their biggest win of the season, um, beating the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving. And uh, they are currently on a nice two-game winning streak between the Chargers and the Lions. So I'll throw it to you, Tom. Who do you like between these two teams this weekend? I will say the Packers are playing elite football at this moment. Mm-hmm. They look great. Jordan Love looks great. Christian Watson finally seems to be somewhat coming back into the form that he was in, like, starting this time last year. But Mahomes just does not lose at this point in the year. Like, I think Dom said a couple weeks ago, like, I think his record in, like, no, in, like S, like, Week 10, I think it was around that time, is like 95% winnings. Like, 
it's too much and i don't think the packers um really the packers offense is playing great football but i don't think the chiefs defense is usually playing at this level so mahomes can just do what you'd expect him to do and the defense holds their own against the packers the chiefs are a far better and better coach team where they win this game and although they are on the road and Lambo's a tough place to play Mahomes does not lose this time of the year so just based on like where he is like at this point in his career at this point in each season I gotta pick the Chiefs mm-hmm. Tom or uh god damn it I hate that your guys names are so similar because I always mess it up but Dom do you agree with him or, or you disagree I just physically can't predict the Packers to beat the Chiefs I've I thought they were going to be I thought they were going to be just one of the worst teams this year. I had a take like two weeks ago, so I have to stick with it, even though they've completely proved me wrong. Um, I was trying to find the updated stat, but the stat that Tom was referring to was uh, Mahomes in November and December of the last however many years. He was 30-1 and when I said it. So I think... Better than 95 win percentage. <laughs> so I think he is now 32-1. and 32 and 1 because i probably said it before the dolphins game or he's 32 and 2 now in november and december in his career um this being a road game obviously i think helps the packers if this game was in kansas city i'd say the packers have zero chance whatsoever but i'm, I'm taking patrick mahomes in prime time um i think he'll just he'll just take over the game when it matters and i think that's what we'll get it done on sunday night mm-hmm. This could be a sneaky good Sunday night football game as well, though, because I feel like the Chiefs aren't like maybe the wagon that they've been in past couple of seasons, and they are definitely vulnerable to some of these like middle-of-the-pack teams like the Packers this season that could make this at least a one-score game in the fourth quarter and somewhat interesting. So I feel a lot better. I'm taking Kansas City. I feel a lot better with this clean sweep, though, than I do about the Detroit-New Orleans clean, uh, clean sweep. So we'll hop into a game that we may be indifferent on. We have the Cleveland Browns going to the LA Rams. Uh, it looks like PJ Walker is going to get the start in this game. I think DTR is still questionable for Sunday. Um, the Rams are coming off a big win. I mean, for their offense, basically uh, beating the Cardinals are on a two game winning streak. They are still alive to make the playoffs in the NFC. They're very alive um, to get a wild card spot. And the Browns are seven and four coming off a, uh, they came off a loss last week to the Denver Broncos. Miles Garrett, I think is going to play in this game. I believe he's questionable. Amari Cooper's questionable. Wyatt Teller's questionable. A lot of Browns are questionable. They are definitely banged up right now. Man, this is going to be an interesting one. So currently the line are Rams three and a half point favorites, which is very interesting. And I, I don't know, man, like this Browns defense is so, so good, but I don't have any faith in this offense with either PJ Walker or Doran Thompson Robinson to put up north of 25 points. And I do think the Rams can outscore them in this game. And I'm, I'm going to go the Rams to win this one. Dom, what do you, what do you think about this Sunday? Yeah, I think the biggest thing to focus on is the health of the Browns defense. Like you mentioned, Miles Garrett, I guess he's going to play, but it, I don't know how he's going to perform like up to his standards when his like arm is like just dangling. Like, I don't know. I don't know how good he's going to play. And it seems like Denzel Ward isn't going to play again, which makes me assume that Cooper Cup will finally show up in a game and maybe Puka gets back to his early, early season Puka. Um, I'm going to take the Rams again. Cause like, like you said, I don't think this Browns offense will be able to score. I'll say 17. I think I think the Rams could um, grind out 17 points to win this game, then, especially if the Browns' defense is banged up a little bit. And also, I don't know if 
Joe Flacco will play at all in this game. And if he does play in this game, oh, true. I'm going to take, take the Rams even more. I do think it's supposed to be P.J. Walker. I'm pretty sure Flacco's supposed to be the backup. But if Flacco steps on that field, take the Rams. Don't even, like, question him. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that Joe Flacco. Because I think I saw that he was taking, like, first-team reps in practice um, for, like, a brief moment. So there is a chance. And, yeah, like, if DTR is out and P.J. Walker, I feel like, has a tough first half, Flacco is 100% coming in at halftime. He's going to look so Which, gross in that uniform. Yeah, obviously Ravens fans probably don't want to see that either. But, I mean, at this point, they probably don't even really care about Joe Flacco that much. This probably would have hurt a little bit more in, like, the mid-2010s. Uh, Tom, do you like the Browns on this one, or do you like the Rams? I'm going to go with a clean sweep here with the underdog. No, favorite, sorry. Uh, the Rams. And although it seems like they should be the underdog because the Browns do have that elite defense, but I like Dom's point where... I don't see really a world where this banged up Browns team can score twenty, let seventeen, let alone twenty points, to where the Rams they just might need to score even fourteen or fifteen points might get this job done. And if Denzel Ward's out and Miles Garrett's banged up, the pass rush is banged up, and the secondary is banged up, that means they give Stafford more time, and it gives Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua an opportunity to get back to where they were. And the way Kyron Williams looked last week, I don't care who it was against. That was an elite performance. So give me the Rams. I think the offense could could be a get-right game for them. Okay, so we have another queen sweep. Also, maybe don't love this queen sweep either. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I just still think I like the Rams in this one because they've been playing a little bit better, and obviously Stafford was hurt for a little bit. So we do have another uh, a little bit more time for one more game. We'll talk about the Colts heading to Tennessee, a AFC South division matchup. Excuse me between these two teams, the Colts. Still are alive, man. They still are alive to make the playoffs. They are currently 6-5 and five on the season. Um, somehow, did not think this was going to happen once Anthony Richardson went down. They are currently, the season ended today, the last and uh, final playoff spot in the AFC. They'd be better than the Texans and the Broncos and the Bills. So this is a huge game for the Colts if they lose this one and teams like uh, Buffalo or one of Houston and uh, Denver win. It's not going to look good for their playoff hopes. So they are going to take on the Titans who really don't have um, any playoff aspirations at the moment. The Colts are only one point favorites though. Division game on the road is very tough. Throw to you, Tom. Who do you like between these two teams Sunday? I kind of like the Titans here. I think this is this is a divisional game where the Titans win, and I think the Colts the collapse is going to eventually happen. Although Dak Moss has been fantastic in games where Jonathan Taylor is out, I think we're looking at like two to three weeks. Like, mm-hmm. and like the lower side, it could be like he, they could he could be like an IR candidate. But um, I do think this is a game where the uh, the Titans wind up pulling out because the, these, especially the AFC South with no like with. No team besides, well, the Texans and the Jaguars are good, but these two teams just being not really particularly good in any part of the game. Um, I'm going to give the Titans the edge of the other home team, and they don't want to get embarrassed in a division game. Yeah, I also like the Titans as well in this game. I do think that their defense is going to step up. We saw Henry come alive a little bit last week against a fairly solid Carolina defense. We'll see how Will Levis looks against the Colts. Um, I do think this can be a pretty close game throughout it. It probably will come down to like a final drive or a field goal or something like that. And I do think the Colts are going to fall to 6-6. Six and six. And the Titans advance to a nice 5-7 and seven and definitely stay alive somewhat in the AFC playoff picture. Dom, do we have another queen sweep on our hands? So I really wish you threw it to me second so I could have picked the Titans and then you take the Colts <laughs> to avoid the clean sweep. Because I was leaning Titans. Um, 
I do think they can win this game. I mean, these teams played earlier in the year, and I mean, it wasn't really an exciting game by any means. There's a lot of field goals. Zach Moss had a few long runs, which was really the difference maker in that game. Mm -hmm. But that was also a Tannehill game. That was also a game where Anthony Richardson made it to, I don't know, the second quarter maybe. Um, I, w I was going to take the Titans for the sake of us just all taking the same team. I'll take the Colts here. I'll ride with them currently in the playoffs so maybe they win another game and like the titans they got a win last week but it was against the panthers and then before that they got destroyed by the jaguars destroyed by the bucks and then lost a close one on thursday to the steelers but they were never really like in that game so three bad losses in a row followed by a win against the panthers nothing nothing too impressive there so maybe i'm just over um overvaluing the titans in my head but I'll flip. I'll take the Colts here so that way we're not in a clean sweep. All right. I actually should have did that. Like, I respect that because I should have did, did that, excuse me, on at least the Detroit-New Orleans game. Maybe the Rams nah, you and don't, Browns. You don't, like the, you don't like the Saints. No, I don't at all. But um, <laughs> Like, this is a one-point spread. I can talk myself into it. True, true. Okay, so that will lead into our upset picks where I have one technically because I did take the Denver Broncos to beat the Houston Texans. If anyone has like a non-team that we picked uh, just now, like let me know um, as I I'm just seeing if I like any other ones. I have a non-team. Mine is, so toss it to Dom. All right, Dom, I'll do mine like? first. Before I do my upset though, not the pick I'm taking, but the Cardinals playing the Steelers. Um, dude, it's a trap game. I, 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 really? I'm never going to take that as a Steelers fan, but dude, it could happen. One thing I love most about this game, James Conner's first game back in Pittsburgh. Something, yeah. something to keep it, something to keep an eye on. Um, but no, this is, this is probably the, I mean, besides taking the Broncos when they were uh, eight and a half point dogs at Buffalo, this might be the grossest upset pick I have this season. I'm taking the one in ten Panthers to upset the Bucks. I love hate that. this. Wow. Love I it. hate this pick. That's a good pick though. Because I think it's cool. Not only will I be at the Bucks game rooting for the Bucks. But the fact that Panthers just fired their entire coaching staff, like that just means they're going to win this game. Oh, dude. We saw, oh. we saw the Raiders do it. Like, I'm going to take the Panthers here to win this game. But if I happen to lose, that means I'm at the game and the Bucks won. So I'll be happy with that. So Panthers, upset pick this week. Dude, I kind of like love that because it always happens. Whenever head coach is fired, they win the next <laughs> week. It's like the Jeff Saturday in 10. effect. They're zero six on the road. Like, oh, it should not it happen. With, it happened with Antonio P, uh, Pierce earlier in the year, dude. I'm riding with you on that. I'm taking it. Okay. I, so I'm all, I have Denver, and I'm throwing in the Panthers plus five. I, I love it. Tom, do we all ride it? I, 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 I'm. I'll do the same. I'm. I'm the Eagles. I'm. I'm sticking with the Eagles as my upset. And Tom just then loves picking. I also will the best team in the league <laughs> to pull off the upset. This is like the third time. Oh, all right, well, the three, the three they, point they, dogs. They, the three, they, three this, point dogs. This is um, more acceptable than against the Chiefs because this this is a three point spread. Yeah, I'll give him that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, all right. So so three so they're three point dogs against perhaps the second best team in the NFL. Then they play the Chiefs in Arrowhead. They're still two and a half point underdogs, and you guys are really giving me a whole the bunch hook, a whole bunch of shit for it. Makes a big difference. Well, they won MBS. straight up last time. It doesn't matter. Thank We're picking these games that. straight up. We're not picking them to cover. I know, I know. but I also want to. Uh, I also want to pick the uh, the Panthers too. So I do like the idea with the new head coach and the Bucks are extremely shaky. NFC South. They don't have the first round pick still, so they don't want to lose games. It's not like they are tanking. There's no reason to tank. They need something. So give me the Panthers to pull off the upset as well. So we're all going 
Panthers, and then we have our own. How? So I'll like I said, I'll be at the Bucks game. It's supposed to rain in the morning. This game was luckily flexed to four o'clock instead of one o'clock. Like, what's the worst case scenario? Like, what's the worst possible game I can go watch between Bryce Young and Baker Mayfield? Uh, would it be worse than the Giants pass game last week? Luckily, no one from here was there. <laughs> that might be. I mean, I'm just hoping I see like at least three touchdowns. Give me three. Give me three touchdowns in this game, and I think I'll be satisfied. Be total touchdowns. What's the over? Thirty six. Thirty six and a half. Yeah, but it's twenty one, and then you think I don't know four field goals that gets you right. Gets you right to it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, all right, so those are going to be our upset picks. Tom had, or yeah, Tom's got the Eagles and uh, the Panthers. I have Denver and the Panthers, and Dom just has the Panthers. But the Panthers were always Dom's pick because he did definitely brought them to the table. I think I was going to flirt with the idea of just saying "f you, Chargers." You have screwed me over the last like five weeks. I was going to take the Pats here <laughs> to pull off the five and a half point upset at home. Um, I I kind of liked. I don't know if. Uh, Miami's gonna have a letdown game in the cold in Washington, but nine and a half points is a lot to come back from. Uh, mm. So yeah, that's pretty much kind of where my mind was at. But yeah, that is pretty much gonna be it for our Week 13 preview. Some solid games this week, and we'll see you guys next week with our reaction to these games. Uh, hope you guys did enjoy. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, we'd appreciate a rating and review. And if you're watching on YouTube, we'd appreciate a thumbs up and let us know in the comments what you guys think about the slate this weekend. And like always, we'll catch you guys in the reaction for Week 13, and we'll see you all there. Peace.